Hey there, this is the Shortlist Podcast on iTunes, Omni or whatever platform you listen to your potties on. We usually hang out with you from 4pm every Sunday on Sin 90.7. However, we're taking all our bits and pieces and popping them online for your convenience. We are Gloria and Ro, and we're here to introduce you to all your new favourite artists. Hell yeah, we are. We're digging into the inspirations, motivations and stories behind the bands on the way up. So come along for the ride. It's great to have you here. We also have another artist on the show, uh, Yoke Law. I have never heard of them before. So, Gloria, please enlighten me. Yeah, he's a he's a, a Brooklyn-based artist. So we are travelling to the other side of the world to get the scoop on him. Solo project of musician Adrian Galvin. He grew up in an incredibly artistic family. His mum's a film director. His father's an actor and a sculptor. So from a very young age, they just threw him into the arts. He did everything from, like, painting to photography to dancing to acting. Like, you name it, he did it. And then eventually found his musical passion behind a drum kit. Um, and then he... He joined some bands, a band called Walk the Moon and another band called Yalakin, and eventually stepped out to do his own thing in the Yolklaw project. So, yeah, I'm very excited to kind of give everyone a taste of, of this project. And um, I'm, I know probably a lot of people listening haven't actually heard of him, so I'm very excited to share um, his older singles as well as stuff from his most recent EP that he just released a couple of weeks ago. Oh, amazing. Well, I'm excited to... Well, I'm a bit too far away to switch my dial to 90.7, but I'm going to definitely tune in. Do you want to chat a little bit more about Yolklaw? law um, because I think to kind of get the meaning behind the project and to sum it up we just have to hear it in his own words and we will be hearing a lot of his words quite soon but I did just want to talk a little bit about the meaning behind the name and why he chose to go with yoke law instead of his own name Adrian Galvin so as he says a yoke is something that holds things together and law means a set of stories or a collection of ideas about an event time or culture I want to tell stories about how things are bound and held together I think something's value is in its relationship to everything else I think that's a really beautiful explanation so I do just want to give that to all of you. But when I chatted to Adrian, he gave us a look into the inner workings of Yoke Law and his journey to the project, from his incredibly artistic upbringing that I did already introduce to finally stepping out alone and just what that was like. Let's start from the very beginning. What was your artistic upbringing like? Because you come from quite a creative family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. So I did like, I, I, we did everything as kids. I like took dance classes and I got a drum set really early on. We were all like in musical theater and stuff. I played Danny in Greece once. Just from very early on, we, we were doing like all of it. It was kind of just like what happened because my parents were so immersed in the arts. And so they kind of just gave us free reign. And it kind of just like developed into uh, the ways that in which we saw the world and the ways in which we expressed ourselves and learned to articulate things, um, you know, it became through these modes of art that we had been trained to kind of use to our advantage and kind of like use to translate life a little bit. And so, you know, I started singing really early on, playing all the instruments I could get my hands on. And then um, when I got to college, it, it got a little bit more serious when I uh, joined Walk the Moon. So you were in a few bands, but when did Adrian Galvin become Yoke Law? I was in a previous band called uh, Yellerkin, and we were kind of in the midst of signing a couple of deals and things kind of just fizzled. Because we, we kind of realized that we, we really wanted to do our own things, me and this other person who were, who was yellowkin with me. 
And so the deals kind of fell through. And one of the record labels that was uh, going to put out the music came back to me and they were like, hey, we're sorry these deals like fell through, but we still really love your music and we'd love to like still work with you. You got any new stuff? And I was just like, no, but I can. Like, did you give me like a couple months? And so they were like, yeah, let's sign a deal, go into the studio for a couple months and uh, let's start something new. And that's what I did. And then when the label said, okay, you're going solo, make some of your own music. How did you develop the Yoke Law sound? I think it's kind of, it's a mixture of just like what happens when I open my mouth um, and kind of what I had at my disposal. Um, I did a lot of it, you know, in my living room and then like my, in, in several different living spaces. And so I think a lot of it is, has a somewhat intimate homegrown feeling to it. But my instinct in songwriting, I think is, is, is a little bit, uh, I like strive for the, these like really dramatic changes and these in these kind of like sweeping uh these kind of like grandiose moments you know that i look for to pair with like really close moments of intimacy and so i employed lots of electronics and different synthesizers and you know did a lot of lots of weird stuff with my voice to kind of um you know like like support both these grand ideas that I wanted to explore, but keep it really personal at the same time. So I think it was a mixture of like what I had at my disposal, kind of like what what I wanted to, uh, like where, where I was, and kind of just how I wanted to present the ideas that I'm talking about. I think the way you say something is just as important as what you're saying a lot of the time. And uh, production is a big, uh, is a big factor in, in how you're saying something. And um, I wanted that to be re- the really personal aspect of the music. After being in bands for so long, what was it like being solo? Because I suppose it's that tension between absolute creative freedom versus being the only person there and being quite vulnerable. And as you said, quite personal. Yeah, it's definitely, it's both like everything good. It has, it's double-sided, you know, there there are really liberating aspects of it. There there are parts of it that I feel so uh, free to really kind of explore and mess up and, and really indulge. But then there are aspects of it that are really scary you know that it's, it's really difficult to think about it as all on you you know 100 percent of the time and i and i try to do that i try to produce everything with the producer i try to play all the all the instruments i play myself and i sing everything i do all the artwork and i, I try to you know if this is going to be about me then i try to stay as involved as possible but it's it's both and it's necessarily both you know because if it was all freedom then there would be then there would be like no bounds and like no one would really care but if it, and if it was all like stress and fear then it would be not enjoyable so it has to be this good balance of of liberation and a little bit of tension in the hesitation you are on the shortlist here with gloria and we are getting to know brooklyn-based artist yoga law you just heard his track safety that one comes from his 2016 debut ep far shore and that ep received glowing reviews from publications including consequence of sound the fader and nylon magazine which is very cool it also achieved over three million spotify streams so far it's scored three hype machine top 10 singles and songs from the ep were featured in mtv's the real world and netflix's santa clarita diet so not 
not bad for a first record. Almost two weeks ago, Yoko released his second EP, Good Pain. Adrian tells us about his feelings going into making the record and how different it felt now having an audience ready to hear his music when he released his first EP. Obviously, he was relatively unknown. The biggest surprise on the record comes from the title track, the first song that Yoko has that completely abandons his signature banjo sound. You would have heard it right the way through that track, Safety. But let's start at his debut EP, Far Shore. Here, Adrian tells us what it was like having so many people respond to his debut piece of solo music. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, I was just, uh, part of me was just like, I was just so thankful that anyone listened to it at all. Who knows? Like, I could have just fallen on deaf ears and that would have been that. So I, I was just happy that anyone listened to it. But aside from that, you kind of, I think it's it's like uh, the, the song World Wings, actually a new song that I've released a couple weeks ago, is kind of about that. It's kind of about me realizing that people were listening to the words that I was saying and kind of realizing that I needed to say valuable things, that I couldn't just, like, be talking out of my butt. I couldn't, like, be indulging in my little personal idiosyncrasies or ideas that that no one cares about, you know, that I, that if people are listening to this and people are trying to get something from this music and, and seeing it as important, then I need to like, uh, really strive to put value into it. And that's definitely scary to like realize that kind of responsibility you kind of have. And so I, I had a, it was, it's, it is scary, but it's really, um, kind of like an honor <laughs> to to uh, have to put more of yourself into it because you know that it means something to someone. With that in mind, you have just released your second EP, Good Pain. How was creating this one different from your first EP, especially with that thought in mind that you do now have an audience that you're releasing your music into? I think the last record was, was really, really personal and not just that I talked and, and sang about my experiences, but it was personal in that I, I um, it was about, you know, a lot of it was about romance and, and about relationships and such. And with this EP, I kind of got more, per- I got personal in a different way. And it was more about like my experience with the world, I guess, I- instead of just my experience with myself, which is, you know, valuable and, and worthwhile. And, and definitely the songs on the first EP are still so important to me as, as, um, moments of exploration but on this EP it's way more about my like interaction with the world and um, about these kinds of bigger ideas that I'm starting to explore and really want to make part of the conversation you know these these ideas like good pain or the idea of like like the idea in world wings that I talk about this kind of responsibility that we as artists have you know I want to make these more meaningful ideas part of the part of pop music you know part of the the canon, so to speak. What was inspiring or driving you throughout that creative process? When you released the single Good Pain, there was a lot of talk about the fact that it was missing your signature banjo. Yeah, yeah there's no banjo on that song. That, that song had a really crazy uh, kind of production process. It was actually like part of that song was uh, two different songs and we at some point like ripped it in half and like remade it. So it's actually kind of a, a Frankenstein of a song now. But we kind of, when, it, when it happened and when we realized that there was no banjo in it anymore because we'd rebuilt it, it was kind of a, okay. 
it was like I don't want to I don't want to kind of put artificial boundaries on the project and I don't want it to be confined by any image or, or anything I don't want the, the project of Yoko to be defined by a certain sonic texture or um, an, an image really but I, I I want it to be, you know, kind of um, centered around and focused upon the kind of ideas that it's that it's about, you know, these connections that I'm playing with and the idea of stories and, and making all, creating a lore around something. But I um, and, and and I want I, I want the kind of like soul of the project to be that. And and you know, it's always gonna sound like Yolklore because it's it's coming out of my mouth, and it's always gonna sound like Yolklore because it's it's my hands like doing the doing but i want that to be the resounding quality you're getting to know brooklyn-based project yoke law on the shortlist you just heard his track World Wings from his just-released second EP, Good Pain. We're going to take a more in-depth look at the making of the EP's title track, um, as well as what Adrian hopes listeners will take away from the record. But first, let's pick up where we left off, with Adrian telling us about the first time he really hit on that idea of musical freedom, and then we'll have a listen to the title track and hear what he's talking about when he speaks of that Frankensteining creative process. And was there a moment throughout the creative process where you really feel like you hit on that idea? Well, um, yeah, I mean, kind of, so in, in making that Good Pain song, the process of that Frankensteining was really, uh, traumatic, really, and it was, I was like, we were listening to, to, to a song, and it was half Good Pain and half this other song that, um, is not a song anymore, and I was crouched under the, the, like, mixing board, and I was kind of like in the fetal position and I was just like listening and I like kind of like it just like hit me and I like sprang up and I was like Ariel who's my producer I was like Ariel this is two different songs and we were like so it was like our last day in the studio and we worked so long and I was like dude this is two different songs and he was like what are you serious and I was like yeah dude I'm so sorry but we need to rip this thing in half and like just make it two different songs. Like, we have to do it. We have to. And he was like, all right. And we did. And it was, like, the the best thing we could have done. But it was really scary to, like, let something that you've worked so hard on and that you've put so much into to just, like, let it go, you know, and to just, like, scrap it almost completely and kind of, like, just let it be something that you hadn't expected and hadn't foreseen, really. It's clear that you've put a lot of yourself into this record, but what kind of emotions are you hoping to evoke? And what do you hope listeners take away from the Good Pain EP? Well, I mean, it it is a really, a really, you know, like you say, there is a lot of me in there. And it's like a very personal record. And and I hope it makes people think of themselves. I I really hope it makes them consider things and and kind of um, remember themselves in moments. And the ideas that I'm that I'm talking about are really like they're, they're kind of big ideas, and I, and I want to kind of make them a little bit more familiar to people. I you know there's the the song "Good Pain" is is kind of about this idea of little death, right? and that's what kind of it sounds really like uh, morbid, but the little death is kind of like the momentary sacrifice that you need to make of yourself in order to keep being relevant and new and uh, alive that you kind of need to constantly be killing the parts of yourself off that don't make sense anymore and that are like outdated and that's like you know a kind of a 
a complicated idea to introduce to listeners and to, inter- and to like try to make everyone understand. But I want to start to talk about these big ideas so that they can become more normal and not really big ideas. You know, I want them to be normal conversational topics. I want people to think about this stuff like they think about driving to the grocery store. I don't want them to be like these like huge, dense philosophical arguments to get into you know you are opening up these huge conversations within your listeners and your fans so what is one key goal you want to achieve maybe it's a message you want to get across through the yoke law project and the way you represent yourself i I think and i think i got to i gotta just stick with with what the project is and it's it's yoke law i'm trying to make people aware of their connections to themselves and to other people and to the world and to the things that they do and make and to really work to make those connections more thorough and more conscious this is the shortlist on sin we've been getting to know yoke law